My name is Sarah and this is Sarah and God's Time. So glad that you joined us again today. I am really excited about today's devotional because in scripture there is actually a teacher of the law who asked a question. Super excited. I know. But what we're going to do is we're going to start out in Mark 12, 28 through 34. Now, this is where a bunch of the religious leaders are trying to trick Jesus into answering in a way that would make him look bad or that would get him into trouble because they don't like what it is that he's doing and making them look bad because he's teaching the truth from God. And some of the religious leaders of the day had kind of fallen back from teaching the truth of God. Okay, so this is the this is the debate. You're going to hear this. This is the debate that the teacher of the law is talking about. So Mark 12, 28 through 34 says, One of the teachers of religious law was standing there listening to the debate between Jesus and other religious leaders. He realized that Jesus had answered well, so he asked, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? Jesus replied, The most important commandment is this. Listen, O Israel, the Lord our God is the one and only Lord. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. The teacher of religious law replied, Well said, teacher. You have spoken the truth by saying that there is only one God and no other. And I know it is important to love him with all my heart, all my understanding, and all my strength, and to love my neighbor as myself. This is more important than to offer all the burnt offerings and sacrifices required in the law. Realizing how much the man understood, Jesus said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And after this, no one dared to ask him any more questions. So, before I go too much further into this devotional, I have to share with you how much me and my husband and kids love the YouTuber group called Dude Perfect. Now, if you've heard of Dude Perfect before, you guys are awesome. If you haven't heard of them, they are a group that does a lot of trick shots. And now they're doing things like the bucket list and going out and doing all these crazy bucket list things. But one of my favorite devotion or one of my favorite pieces that they did was on ping pong trick shots. Okay, you got to watch it if you haven't because it's hilarious. But what they do is in the intros of these ping pong trick shots, they do these crazy elaborate uh, Rube Goldberg machines so that they can get to the end, celebrate, and introduce, hey, we're dude perfect, and this is ping pong trick shots five. And so they do these really elaborate things. One of them was uh, they had a big panda costume that was up on top of this, this board, and the bowling ball as a part of this, came down and hit a trigger that made this panda fall into this swimming pool. And there were things like shooting rockets 
inside. They were shooting rockets inside. Flames that were like swinging on it. It was crazy. You've got to watch it. I, I promise I'm not exaggerating this. But anyway, they had this crazy process just so that they could introduce that they were dude perfect and they were doing ping pong trick shots. <laughs> and so when I look at this, this, this process that they did reminded me of how it is that sometimes we make simpler things more complicated than they should be or than they need to be. And in today's devotional, I see this kind of mindset being played out in the believers, in the, in the believers and in the teachers of the law and the religious leaders. So way back in the Old Testament, God gave the people commandments and laws on the best way to live this life. Okay. However, over the years, people started to make additional laws <laughs> so that it would be simpler to follow the original laws from God. So now we have all of these man-made laws. And one of the researchers that I read into, they claimed that there were over 613 additional laws to make following the original laws simpler. To me, that does not seem simpler. And also we can see in this question, of, of the religious leaders around this passage that they had become so consumed by following the laws that they had lost sight of the actual meaning and purpose of the laws themselves. The teacher of the law was listening to all that was happening and decided to ask his own question because Jesus had answered previous questions very wisely because he's Jesus. <laughs> And so he asks the question of all the commandments, all 600 plus commandments, which is the most important? And Jesus answers this question by focusing the attention back on the reason for the laws. He brings them back to the foundation. Love God and love your neighbor. He even concludes in Matthew's story. Matthew twenty two forty says, The entire law and all of the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. Love God and love your neighbor. And we can even break this down. Even if we were to just take the Ten Commandments, we can break them down because... If you're loving God and loving your neighbor, then you're fulfilling all of these all of these laws. So the 10 commandments, you can look those up. They actually include things like make sure that you keep God the only one that you worship. Don't use God's name in ways that he's his name is not meant to be used. And those two laws alone are showing love to God. But when you do that as well, you're showing people around you love because you are showing them the best way. When you are loving God and you are following those two commandments of keeping God first, then you are showing people around you the truth 
as well as loving God because you don't misuse his name because you're not using his name in a way that he doesn't want it to be used because you love him. So you're showing love to God, but then you're also loving him and living life in the way that pleases him best. So you're loving your neighbors as well. Then you can look at some of the other laws such as don't give false testimony. Don't steal. Don't become envious of what it is that your neighbors have. Don't covet your neighbor. And those are all relational pieces in showing love to your neighbor. And when you love your neighbor, you also are loving God because when you treat God's creation well in loving them, you're also showing that you love God as well because you realize that the people around you are made in God's image as well. And so I love how these two kind of intertwine. Love God and love your neighbor. And when you're doing those two things, every other law falls into place. And now in our scripture today, the teacher of the law was kind of the odd one out. The rest of the religious leaders are, have kind of lost the main piece and they've become kind of self-righteous. They've proclaimed themselves good because of their acts, their own things that they are doing to follow the law. But all of them are falling short because they're not loving God and loving neighbor in the way that God desires them to. And this teacher of the law is kind of the odd one out because he's willing to ask his question. He's willing to listen. And then he's willing to admit to Jesus, yes, you are telling the truth. Well said. Well said, teacher, you have spoken the truth. And Jesus then ends the passage in Mark by saying, you are not far from the kingdom of God. You're on your way. This teacher of the law, at least in Mark's version, didn't make things overly complicated like the rest of the religious leaders were doing. And sometimes we do make things overly complicated. But we don't have to live this life in the Rube Goldberg mindset. Jesus summarized all the hundreds of laws in two, two categories of loving God and loving those around us. And this teacher of the law accepted the simplicity of this truth. My hope is that he continued on to grow in wisdom. He sought after more and more of the truth of God and then applied it to his life. Because that is, is a part of what it is that we are called to do by God. Love God and love neighbor. When we love God, we're going to continue to desire to know more about him. And the laws, they're going to become simpler. As we put all of our trust and hope in God first. And then we share that truth of the love that we receive from God with those around us by acting on that love that we have received from God and showing it to those around us. We are called to act on this truth that we have. None of us have all the answers. 
But all of us are capable of being kind to those around us with the power of love that we receive from God. And all of us are capable from receiving, we're all of us capable of receiving this love that God has to offer us. It's waiting for us. All we have to do is accept it. And that's wonderful news. So I'm glad that Jesus clarifies the, the purpose of the rules because now all I have to do is focus on the simpler steps of loving God and loving neighbor. And I can love God by spending time with him in prayer and reading my Bible and going to worship and Bible studies and small groups. And I can, sh- I can do, <laughs> I can show love to those around me by smiling at people and holding the door and listening with intent and looking with intent, seeing what is actually happening around me. And then watching for ways that I can help. Love God, love neighbor. And when we do these two things, everything else will fall into place. So this is all that I have for you today. I hope that this devotional was helpful for you because I know that it was a great reminder for me. And I hope that you go throughout this week in God's love and sharing that love with those around you. Thank you so much for joining us today in Sarah and God's Time. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks. Bye.